Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill, and this week, going to be reviewing an interesting episode, and, and you know, the last couple of episodes that, um, you know, that's been on, um, have been really good, ep- <coughs> excuse me, have been really good episodes. This week... Uh, I'm not really sure how to, how to feel on this episode. Um, so, the episode here that I'm going to be talking about is called Mystery of the Urinal Deuce. And there's a lot of discussion on conspiracies and whatnot. So, I'm going to try my best to explain as much as I possibly can. So, um, let's just dive into this week's episode. It is Mystery of the Urinal Deuce. It was directed and written by Trey Parker, and the episode originally aired on October 11th, 2006. So, the episode begins in in the school where Mrs. Garrison is apparently talking about Angelina Jolie and Jennifer Aniston and how Jolie managed to steal Brad Pitt away from Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, we're in that time frame. Yep. So, then, Mr. Mackey comes in to the classroom and he asks, or or he asks the girls to leave the to leave the classroom because he needs to talk to the boys so he tells them that somebody took a dump in the urinal and mr mackey wants to know exactly who did it and mr mackey you know makes like these different references like who put you know who who would leave a chocolate dog in the urinal? I mean, that just wrong. Okay? So the people, you know, the boys are laughing. Oh, so you think this is funny? Alright, well, it's gonna be funny when police officers come. So, the police officers come. They inspect this. And they're stumped. They're very stumped on this case. But... These police officers, they know exactly who to call in for this situation. But there must have been some motive. Nobody would just duke in the urinal for no reason. But who would benefit from crapping at the urinal? This is too big a mystery for me. I think we better call in the Hardly Boys. Two young whippersnappers with a knack for solving mysteries. The Hardly Boys in The Mystery of the Urinal Turd. So that's it, Hardly Boys. We've got no leads and nobody admitting to the crime. That sure is a mystery. Yeah, it sounds super hard. Whoever did it must have been angry with the school. Oh. Oh. I think I'm getting a clue. Really? Yeah, this is totally giving me a clue right now. Oh. I've started to get a clue, too. My clue's kind of pointing this way. Oh, yeah, now I've got a total clue. 
I've still got a raging clue. My clue's pointing over there now. <laughs> oh, let's follow that clue. Okay, so let's talk about real quick the Hardly Boys. Obviously, this is a parody of the Hardy Boys, which is a book written by Edward Stratemeyer. And this is based off fictional characters of brothers, Frank and Joe, who would solve mysteries. Now, there have been many, many, many Hardy Boy books. Um, so it goes, the, the first sets, like the beginning, was from 1927 to 1959. So it's 30 years. And then the second round lasts another 20 years from 1959 to 1979. And then we have 1979 to 2005. And 2005 is where it ends. But there are so many books. Actually, I'm going to pull up how many books there are in total. There are in total over a hundred and basically it's a hundred and nine hundred ninety books a hundred ninety books of the hardy boys and basically young boys at that time would read these stories now i didn't read them because i really wasn't interested in them but i remember my brother uh he used to have uh some of the Hardy Boy books, and they were, you know, hardcover, and it was like a blue book, and, you know, like, just seeing them, and, and it was all these different, like, volumes, and then obviously the spinoff was Nancy Drew, which, you know, became a thing, and then I remember reading Encyclopedia Brown, uh, which is another uh, story of a kid solving a mystery, uh, the Hardy Boys, believe it or not, have had video games released. Uh, six of them. Uh, the, there's Hardy Boys Adventure Series, The the Hidden Theft, uh, The Hardy Boys The Perfect Crime, The Masked Phantom, The Hardy Boys Nintendo DS Series by Her Interactive and Saga, and Treasure on the Tracks. That's the last one that was released as a video game in 2009. But the Hardy Boys have been around for over a almost a century now, and have, you know, become th this phenomenon of pop culture for literature, you know, especially for the age where you're close to being a teenager. But like I said, I never really got into the Hardy Boys. So after that, uh. Cartman and the guys, they have a talk, and now Cartman starts comparing this to 9-11 and its conspiracy theory. And we get this whole conversation and how one-fourth of Americans are basically stupid for thinking that there is a 9-11 conspiracy theory. So Cartman then decides that he's going to figure out the whole 9-11 conspiracy theory. So, we have a musical number, and, you know, he's researching and doing everything possible. So, the next day, 
After Leroy shows his unnamed frog for show and tell, Cartman comes up and he does his presentation on 9-11. And he says that he has figured out who was the mastermind behind 9-11. It was Kyle. And Cartman goes on to this whole thing. It, 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 this is one of the funny points. Like, you have to try to stay with it. But, um... It, it is funny, because he's like, you know, nine, you know, one plus one is two, nine plus two is eleven, nine eleven, you know, nine plus, you know, it, it's really funny. And he brings up how Kyle got a 91 on their spelling test 12 days after 9-11, which really, I'm like, ah! Crazy. So now, some of the students are believing that Kyle was the mastermind behind the 9-11 attack. And, you know, Sheila finds out, and we go to a PTA meeting, and Sheila talks about how she feels that the kids have to be taught about 9-11 and what exactly happened. And... Some of the parents, some of the adults are like, well, you know, I, I've heard, you know, the conspiracy about this, and, you know, I'm not really quite sure. And then Mr. Mackey comes up and he's like, folks, I'm still trying to figure out who took a dump in the urinal. I'm still trying to figure this out. Okay, I'm just, you know, it's just not funny that someone would leave a brown baby boy in a urinal. Okay? And then we get this. It's obvious that before we go any further, we need to find out who was behind 9-11 once and for all. Who else could it have been? Uh, this is too big a mystery for me. I think we'd better call in the Hardly Boys. Oh no, not the goddamn... The Hardly Boys, two young whippersnappers with a taste for solving mystery. The Hardly Boys in the case of the World Trade Center conspiracy. So that's about the long and short of it, Hardly Boys. There were two towers that stood right here. And they're gone. And nobody knows who's responsible? There are theories, but nobody's certain. Hmm. Who would benefit most from two buildings disappearing? Ooh. Oh, I just started getting a clue. Really? Yeah, I'm totally getting a clue. Oh. Oh, that's giving me a clue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've got a raging clue right now. Mine's pointing to the left. Oh, oh Frank, seriously? I have such a raging clue right now? I think we better follow it. Okay, let's follow your raging clue. Godspeed. So now, after we have the Hardly Boys on this campaign to figure out the 9-11 conspiracy, Kyle is looking out his door, and there's a couple of CIA agents out front. Stan comes in through the back door. And he offers to help Stan, or he offers to help Kyle, but he needs to know that Kyle did not cause 9/11 to happen. And Kyle's giving him this look. Then we have this hilarious scene where Mr. Mackey is in the gym with the boys of the school, and he talks about the janitor, whose name is Mr. Valenzuela. Or Venezuela, pardon me. And you could see, like, his name, like, right on the the janitor's, you know, outfit is Jose. He's like, 
This is Mr. Valenzuela. He makes $6 an hour, has three kids, his car barely works. How would you like it, okay, if he took a dump on your head, hmm? How would you like it if he squeezed out a chocolate hot dog? And it, that's, like, one of the funnier scenes of this episode. So, Stan has Kyle with him, and he knows somebody that can help him prove that he did not cause 9-11. So it's this guy who has a 9-11 conspiracy site. And he has all these different, you know, files and samples and pictures. And he even has anthrax uh, in his house, which I'm, I'm really not sure if that's a good idea to have even in 2006. I mean, the only anthrax you should have is any anthrax records from the band Anthrax. Awesome band. So anyway, the FBI and the CIA, they manage to break into the house and all three boys are arrested. And they are taken to the White House where they're met by President Bush. And George W. Bush is really upset and he's like, you think it's a conspiracy? Well, you're right. See, we, we caused the whole thing. So... You know, he has this little dialogue, and then he ends up shooting the guy that made the 9-11 website. And then he has Dick Cheney, who looks like he's about ready to be in Jurassic Park, um, ready to take out the boys. So he has, uh, you know, like a bow and arrow, takes the shot, misses, hits the fire alarm, the water goes off. And then the boys manage to to escape. Now, we go back to the school. And Mr. Mackey is talking to somebody. Because they think they've finally figured out who it was that took a dump in the urinal. And it happens to be Clyde. Or, yeah, Clyde. And, you know, Mr. Mackey's upset. And then the parents come over. And then the parents tell him something. So what do we find out? Well, we find out that Clyde was not the one that did it. Because he had an operation when he was five years old. So he could not have been the one to do it. So the individual is still on the loose. Meanwhile, Kyle and Stan... They're at a bus port, and they have escaped at this point, and they are really, really close to being basically free men. All they got to do is they got to get on this one bus, and it's going to be an 18-hour ride, but once they get there, they're free. So as they're walking by, there's a guy who comes out of a McDonald's, and he's got a drink in his hand and he's got a lunch and wait a minute it's him it's the guy that had the 9-11 site that was killed but he isn't dead so they start chasing him and they finally catch him you know in, in a near a fence and they're like Okay, you got to tell us. What are you doing? We thought you were dead. 
And he's trying to, you know, back off. He's like, please, don't hurt me. I got a wife and kids. I don't want you to kill me. And Kyle's like, we're not here to kill you. We just want to know what you did. And then all of a sudden, guy's dead. So now, here's this old gentleman. And he's like, follow me. I have some details. So, they follow him to his really nice house. And he explains to Kyle and Stan that he is a detective. And he, you know, has been working on this case. And that his sons have also been working on this his case. Or this case. His sons are the Hardly Boys. So then... George Bush and Connolly's Rice in that group come in. And then we get into the whole, well, wait a minute. Is 9-11 a conspiracy? Is it not a conspiracy? And then it goes into this all weird thing. And then all of a sudden, you hear a gun click next to Kyle's head. And it's Stan. Stan's holding a gun next to Kyle's head. And Kyle's confused at this point. So Stan says, or Stan admits, he's the one that took a dump in the urinal. The reason is actually, I actually understand the reason. There were other people in the bathroom. He didn't want to miss recess and he had to go number two. I mean, honestly, I can't be upset at him. I kind of understand his point. So, because of this, he ends up having the government get involved, and this brings in the Hardly Boys, and oh my god, it's so crazy. And then, Kyle then just asks, who truly was responsible for 9-11? To which Stan says, a bunch of pissed off Muslims. And then everybody laughs, and then... We see Stan cleaning the urinals. Mr. Mackey is talking to him. And that is the end of the mystery of the urinal deuce. Oh, God. This was, uh... Ah, this was a confusing episode. So, uh, before I give my rating, let's talk about where the idea of this episode came from. Uh... This episode is, according to Matt and Trey, a little about insane 9-11 conspiracy theories and a lot about someone taking a dump in a urinal, something that happened at Matt's elementary school when he was a kid. Okay, so we have, uh, we actually have another background story here where something that happened when one or both, of, you know, when one of them were kids or both of them were kids comes up in, the, in an episode. So, okay. Makes sense. Okay. As far as the episode goes, this, this might be one of the most confusing South Park episodes I've ever seen. Um, there are a couple of good jokes in here. I tried to understand the plot. Like, the original plot is who went in the bathroom in the urinal. That I get. After that, 
is where you completely lose me because of the 9-11 conspiracy theories, which I do know of. I mean, I've heard them, but I don't really want to dive deep into it. Um, I like the parody of the Hardy Boys here. They, they, they weren't They weren't too bad. Like, it could have been better, but it wasn't god-awful. Um, this is an episode where I think if the couple of good jokes were not there, could have been a lower score for me. So, and this is actually one of the few times that I can remember where the plot of the episode completely confused me at all. It just confused me. So, I'm going to give this a 5 out of 10. I just, you know, it's like some parts were good, some parts were bad, and then the rest I was just completely confused. I was lost. I really was lost. Uh, some production notes to mention. Uh, on the DVD commentary, well, talked about it already, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, the aspects of the story focus on going to the bathroom are based on an identical experience that Matt Stone had in elementary school. The 9-11 aspects of this episode are based on Parker and Stone's hatred of conspiracy theories regarding 9-11. The urinal defecation story was introduced into the episode late into production when Parker and Stone realized the episode focused almost exclusively on 9-11. I mean, we're past the five-year mark when this episode aired. Before this story was implemented, the episode contained a Dog the Bounty Hunter parody, which was first intended to be used in the Season 9 episode Die Hippie Die, but we'll see it in next week's episode. Talk about that at the end of the show. The episode also refers to the Dick Cheney hunting accident when Dick Cheney shoots at Stan and Kyle and curses himself for missing again. Dan Iverson of IGN gave the episode a 7.7 out of 10, calling it topical and humorous. He did feel that the subplots involving the eponymous urinal deuce and the Hardly Boys were awkward and really unfunny. Alright, time to go to IMDB and see what they thought of this week's episode. Of over 2,100 people, the average rating for this episode is an 8.3 out of 10. I'm actually a little surprised how high this got. 500 people gave it a 10, 492 people gave it a 9, 616 people gave it an 8, 49 people gave it a 5, that's going to be the grade I give it this week, 37 people gave it a 1. Uh, the average male rating for this episode is an 8.3, its highest demographic is under 18 with a 9.1 rating, for females, the average rating there is an 8.2. The highest age group there is 45 and up. Their uh, average rating is an 8.7. So, now that we've covered that, let's get into the reviews on IMDb. And there are only two this week. Probably not a well-talked-about episode. I'm not really sure. Uh, so we'll start with Gangsta Hippie, who wrote, Mystery of the Urinal Deuce is a pretty funny episode. Watching it a second time, I enjoyed it more. 
I didn't care for it much the first time because I was completely blown away with the previous Make Love Not Warcraft episode. I could see his point. This episode is pretty good, has some very funny moments, and is another example of spoofing current events. But it's definitely a notch down from the previous episode. Carmen thinks 9-11 is a conspiracy, and Kyle tells him it's not true. So Kyle and Stan set out to find out the truth, but then uncover a whole web of lies and conspiracies. Meanwhile, Mr. Mackey tries to find out who took a crap in the school urinal. Pretty good episode, in my opinion. The other review is from Rain Dog Jr. So, let's read his review. The words in my title are words from Cartman, which actually it is, which led us all to the mastermind of the 9-11 attacks, Kyle. That's his, uh, that's his heading for this review. The words in my title are words from Cartman who are, or who with a hilarious logic came to the conclusion that the mastermind of the 9-11 attacks was actually Kyle. Like with any other theory, like the one of Cartman, everything is fine until you find people who actually believe that stuff. Then, here the problem is not really that Cartman, with his hilarious logic, blamed Kyle for the 9-11 attacks, but the real problem is that the whole school thinks that Kyle is really the responsible for the 9-11 attacks, and basically we know Cartman so is not a surprise that he has Kyle answer to the questions of who was responsible for the 9-11 attacks. Is it great? This stuff is great. In this episode, everything begins when Mr. Mackey, well, it's actually Mrs. Mackey, or, yeah, Mr. Mackey. Mr. Mackey enters very angry to the classroom of the boys, angry because he entered to the boys' bathroom, only to find a chocolate hot dog in a urinal. So here he is, really pissed off, trying to find the responsible, but assuring mystery. A mystery only for the Hardly boys. And the chocolate hot dog will be seen at one point like something that was put to cover up 9-11 by the people who were thinking in a conspiracy. They drew connections and they still had the question, who caused 9-11? Well, it's another mystery for the Hardly Boys. The episode is a good one. Funny Constance with the Hardly Boys and their clues and hilarious stuff with Mr. Mackey. Oh, you think that's funny, huh? Who caused 9-11? A bunch of pissed off Muslims. Um, oh, that's probably someone talking about 9-11. No, um, I'll, I'll be honest, this, this episode just is so confusing. Um, I tried to, st like, I, I did watch the whole episode. I wouldn't be doing this review if I didn't watch the whole episode. It's confusing at times. You tried, I tried to stay with it. It just went sort of all over the place even though it did stick to a main plot but I don't know it just wasn't their best episode it's not their worst god no this is far from like their worst episode of the season but it's just one of those head scratching episodes I think that's the best way for me to put it well that's going to do it for this week's episode so let's go into the plugs you can Follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. You can join the Facebook group. It is Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, where you can join other South Park fans, and you can listen to all the episodes. Um, 
you know, talk about latest South Park news, bring up favorite South Park memories, whatever you like. We have a very good community. And if you like this podcast, leave a review wherever it is you, you know, listen to this. Give us five stars. Give us a positive rating because it lets people know that, hey, this show exists. So next time on this podcast, we're going to be going into a topic that, in a way, is still going on to this day. Because the episode that's going to be talked about next time is Miss Teacher Bangs a Boy. That is next week's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I've been Bill. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'll talk to you all next time.